0: All right. Hey, what's up? What's up? How you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Every day I get closer to that 365 is even better. Three more and we're there. Hip, hip, hooray for me. Hip, hip, hooray for me. So you know what? I think about this. I think about the motivation. How do I inspire you to, to actually grab a hold of this message that I keep spitting out, right? And I, I guess I take some fault in that. I haven't actually made it as interesting as I probably could. I'm probably not the most entertaining camera person. I guess I can make faces and crap. But here's my my point. You know, when I was in about 10 or 12 years ago, I think it was about 12 years ago, my whole life changed. I have to count back, but you know, I'm in the prison and I'm working with guys in prison. And, and I'm actually, for the first time, I'm actually close to these guys from the standpoint of actually being able to get to know who they are on a personal level, get to know what their stories are, get to know where their struggles are at, right? I had moved from a maintenance foreman to a CAD instructor. I was a teacher. And of, of course, you're viewed in a different light when you're a teacher. Granted, I didn't let him get away with anything, but I was a little more, I communicated with them more. And, and of course, I had more opportunities to get to know and and I had spent a bunch of time and I'm thinking about how I can help these guys that was kind of my my mission because I, I should have actually been in prison or I could have been in prison I was going down a really dark path and and working construction and trying to make ends meet and of course you have all these ideas about what you're supposed to do and how to make a living and you're never gonna get caught and thank God I didn't so I'd been there and I'm looking at these guys and I'm thinking wow wow and that was the start of it. And then my world got shaken when my dad passed away. And, you know, up until that point, that you know, here we are. Uh, he was doing fine. And then he was diagnosed with stomach cancer. And he had to go through a surgery. And and it didn't go well. And um, he, he didn't come off the respirator after the surgery. And, of course, we faced having to say goodbye. And that was kind of when it all changed for me. That was when I, I started looking around. And I'm like what am I doing? Because I mean, I was still helping inmates and, but I had this chip on my shoulder and I was angry still. I still had all these, this baggage, right? And I refused to admit it. I refused to admit that I wasn't happy. Oh, there, no, I'm happy. I'm happy as hell, you know, walking around, stomping around. I had people that I worked with that wouldn't even talk to me simply because I was such a, such a butthead, right? And when my dad died, that's when everything kind of changed for me. That was when I realized that you know what, it all it all goes away. It all goes away. I mean, for years he would come over to my house every day, and he would do take care of the cows, and he would bring hay in and fix the fence, and that was just his thing, and he loved it, right? And I'd pull in from work about four o'clock, and there he'd be he'd be sitting under the covered patio, drinking a cold beer, because I had always had beer on tap at a kegerator in the in the garage, right? So. There he'd be. And I, you know, in all those conversations and, and really in those times when I was in a hurry, had something going on, wanted to go work on photography or, or, uh, wanted to go play video games or whatever my thing was. I remember, I remember kind of rushing the conversation and I remember saying, you know, dad, I got stuff to do. And he'd be like, Oh, all right. i got to go. Right. What I would give to have that back. To have that opportunity just to sit and listen to him talk about stuff that I don't agree with. But I don't care. I'm not going to argue with him. He's right there in front of me. I never imagined during any of those conversations that there would be a day when I was going to say goodbye. I've never really sat down, I guess. I've never really sat down and said, hey, this is why I'm here. I wake up every day and my biggest concern is that I don't waste the day. That I don't spend my day doing a bunch of crap that doesn't fit who I am. That doesn't, doesn't give me access to those experiences I want to experience. This is in part why my life has shrunk. I mean, okay. I appreciate a big shop. I appreciate a lot of tools. I don't mind building stuff. But until that becomes my juice, until that becomes my inspiration, I don't need any of those things to inhibit on the life I'm I'm living, the experience I'm having. Because I'm running out of time. So I show up every day. And it's crazy. I know. It's a crazy idea. But when I actually started seeing the change in some of these guys I worked with. And I'm getting close to retirement. I'm thinking to myself. Damn. I got to do something. What am I going to do? And I thought, well, I've been spending. I spent 23 and a half years trying to help people in prison change their life. Find their path. Be excited about where they can be. What they can do. And I thought, well. Why not do it for the rest of the world? Is it disheartening? It can be sometimes, but I own that. That's part of the. That's the recipe. That's part of what you get when you step out like this, and 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 especially when you step out with a message that the world isn't ready for. No one's. No one wants to hear that they bought a house that's way too big for them because they wake up every day and they go to work and they think, God, I wish it was over, right? Anytime you're in a situation in your life where you can't wait for it to end, that's an indicator that you're doing something wrong, that you're not on the right path. That's where we were. I wasn't wasn't out loving the fact that I was mowing that lawn. My wife Sandy, she she I mean she did a good job and we kept a nice home and we kept everything up, but she wasn't celebrating the fact that we had three thousand square foot of house. And yet the only rooms we used was I used the basement because that's where all my production stuff was. Sandy watched TV in the living room for a while. We used the kitchen and then the bedroom. And the rest of the house was just space. It was like living in a big shoe, right? Just a big shoe. We just got all this room. It's like, well, yeah, I don't know why we got that, right? And the issue isn't what you own. It's, it's the effort it takes to maintain it when you're running out of time. I don't, want to, I don't want to look back in 10 years. I didn't want to look back in 10 years and realize that I spent 360 hours of my life mowing a lawn. Biggest bullshit lie we've ever been told. The lawn's important. Why? Here we are, millions of people every year spend millions and mi- probably billions of dollars on shit to grow stuff that no one eats. Does that make any sense? In a life of abundance, I guess it does, right? Well, we, you know, we don't really need to grow vegetables. We need to grow this green stuff that everybody can say, wow, that's nice. But we don't have any time, six hours a weekend, three hours a weekend. And people get all crunched up. You get all crunched up. And you're like, yeah, what are you talking shit about my life for, right? I'm not. All I'm asking you is, why'd you choose it? see the time you have right now even this time with his podcast I really work hard to make it make to give you something that you feel like you've gotten some value from me because I don't want to waste your time and I'm working hard to figure this thing out because I don't want to waste my time because it goes away you know the sad what's sad is I see families and they're sitting in restaurants and we travel all over the country but you'll see these families come in and out especially at the RV parks it's really funny People will pull a trailer into an RV park, and we're sitting there We because we stay for longer periods than most. So we'll watch people come and go on the weekends. They pull their trailer into this RV park. They unload all this crap. And then by the end of the first day, everyone's sitting around looking at their phones. You got a perfect opportunity to spend time enjoying the conversation with the people you love, people that eventually someday you're going to say goodbye to. But the story is so big. I mean, it's a big story. The story is so big. It's about happiness and about success and about acceptance and about notoriety and about popularity and about what success looks like. So we chase that dream. We chase that dream that we've been given, that we've grown up with, and where are we at? How many moments have you lost? How many how many opportunities to go fishing have you lost simply because instead of buying a 1,200 square foot house that accommodates your family with a small yard that's got rock in it so you don't have to mow it, right? And you spend the time that you've saved with the the money you've saved and the time you've saved on finding something that fits and you spend it doing stuff you enjoy. Stuff. I mean, and uh, let's get away from that whole story about, oh, I'm happy, really? You know what happiness is? There's two reasons people are happy. People find happiness when they achieve what they have not done and when they accept what they can't change. And happiness is fleeting. Is your life getting better? Day in and day out, when you take a look at your life this week and then you look down the road two months from now, how are the choices you're making right now making your life better? How much of your life has been improved because you decided to go in debt for that car? You decided to buy that big ass house. You continue to drink even though you know you shouldn't. You continue to ignore your partner or allow resentment to indicate or to dictate your conversation and your communication. <laughs> it goes away. This is kind of a funny one. It's a little off the subject, but here's the thing, I never understood why when it comes to intimacy as 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 partners, we withhold that part of our life from each other, right? You know, she gets mad at me, so she 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 cuts me off. You know, no, I don't get the key to the garden, right? And it's like and it doesn't make any sense to me now that I'm what I'm 59 because guess what? That goes away too. Rock climbing goes away, mountain biking goes away, jet skiing goes away. There's gonna come a time in your life and in mine when it's not gonna happen anymore. You're just not gonna be able to do it anymore. And when you think about it, that's what's at risk. That's, what, that's what at, what's at risk. And, and when I look at living your best life, living your best life is about making the experience of life as amazing as possible. That's all it is. And guess what? You can do it. But it starts by spending time with yourself. It starts by eliminating the distractions just long enough to ask yourself some questions and then answer them honestly. Do you really? How much on a scale of 1 to 10 do you enjoy doing what you do? And granted, there are things you have to do. I'm not, this isn't a guarantee. This isn't a, a, your recipe for having a job you love. It's not. If you're making good money sucks or not, a good a job that pays good money nowadays is something you hold on to, right? Now, is that to say you don't make a jump to something better? No. I mean, if you, if, if, you, if you can make that happen and you have the endurance to do that, hell yeah, it makes your life better, right? But if you're not ready to do that, that doesn't mean you can't start working towards doing something else. You can start working towards adding that thing to your life that you enjoy, that inspiration. For me, it's mountain biking. For me, it's traveling. And look where we are. Five years. Five years ago, I had a big house. I had 40-some years of stuff and simply because i realized you know i'm running out of time i need to get more of the adventure that i see for myself going because i'm going to run out of time and before i know it i'm not going to be able to do any of it that's the reality of it guys that's the reality of it i keep showing up here because one of the things that inspire me the most is the fact that i see the potential i look around and we i mean that that initial judgment we make on people i don't know i met a lady today at the park and she said i thought she was some sort of like special agent or law enforcement or special forces because i always go out to the park and i do push-ups and i'm in the middle of the uh mission 22 it's a challenge to do 2200 push-ups by the end of the month right and i started late today's my second day and i've got 800 push-ups but she had this impression that i was some hard ass and we get to talk and of course I'm looking at her hanging out in her car and and I was there by the drinking fountain. I said, hey, what's up? Because I have to talk to people. I believe that's one of the obligations we have. Interaction creates, creates good energy in our life if it's good interaction, right? I say, hey, nicest lady in the world, Kathy with a C. So Kathy, if you're listening, hey, enjoy talking to you today. So, but those opportunities are all going to go away and you can... You can tell yourself that everything is amazing and you can accept your life and it'll and, and, and accept the happiness or accept it and, and, and tell yourself you're happy about where you are. Or you can say, what, is, what else is possible for me? What else can I do? What else is out there? Pick something. Pick something crazy. Pick something that you've never done before. Something you've always wanted to do. And then it's simple. The process for action is simple. Create a big story around it. Don't forget about the story. Talk about it. Share it with your friends. Read about it. Investigate it. Even if you don't have the money or the time to do it right now, start that that conversation. And pretty soon, guess what? It'll get big enough that you will get excited about it. And then you'll start believing your own story. And then you'll take one step. And then you'll take the next step. And before you know it, you're going to be standing on top of your mountain. You'll be like... God, I can't believe we're debt free. 5 years ago, we were, remember we were talking about it 5 years ago, kitchen table, we were talking about it. We we're like, we're going to start trimming and every day we did something towards making that thing happen. And now, 5 years down the road, woo! Debt free. You can't imagine the choices that opens up for you. So, I don't know, guys, I just show up every day and I'm here because this helps me keep my train on the tracks. It helps me make sure that I don't make mistakes. It reinforces what I know to be true and what's worked for me. But more than that, it supports the idea that, you know what, we owe it to ourselves to hand the gifts that we're given to others. That's what gifts are for. They're to be given. I'm blessed. I don't know why. I don't know why. If you listen to my story, there's no reason in the world I should be where I am right now. Retired at 54, debt-free, financially stable, able to do whatever I choose within reason, right? excited about life, excited about what I do, facing those challenges because they're not struggles when 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 they inspire you. Right? Burden, obligation, unwanted obligation, unappreciated obligation creates struggle. Dreams are challenges. Energy, positive energy, fuel in your tank, all challenges. Pick some challenges for yourself. Go after it because it goes away take some time listen to what your partner's saying spend some time appreciate learn to appreciate and love that person because you're going to run out of time just like I am so i know guys hey listen i keep showing up here i'm not uh, and i'm not quitting anytime soon i don't know if there's any changes coming in the podcast right now i will let you know we may slow down on production while we're moving but i'll give you some treats with some videos or something like that i don't know hey listen I'm going to just keep showing up because I know that there's someone that's ready for this. If you don't feel like you're ready or this kind of edges you a little wrong or it doesn't feel quite right for you, maybe you're not ready. Maybe you're not ready. Take another look at your life. Ask yourself some questions and be honest with yourself about how you spend your time and why you have to do the things you do. And I keep showing up. I can help you change it. So keep that in mind. Let's not forget the kindness. And as always, just remember, today's your day. Make it a good one.